Hi everybody, this is the Black Talk Radio Instagram Live interview with Profit. We're going to get started in a little bit. Thank y'all for tuning in with me. Let me pin this comment before we get started. Black Talk Radio. Hey y'all, for those of y'all joining the live, this is the Black Talk Radio Instagram Live interview with Profit. He should be in here shortly. But how are you guys doing? Talk to me. I think that's, I got his ad name right. The Life of Prophet. Yeah. And then I'm going to pin this. All right. How are y'all doing? How's y'all quarantine? Oh, he's great. He's in here. We're about to get started. Um, It should. Yes, he's requesting to join. What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, thank you so much for joining my live. This is the Black Talk Radio IG live interview with the Life of Profit. Well, Profit for short. We're just gonna get into it. Uh, how are you today? I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Just pulled up on my man's. We over here smoking, listening to music, vibing, quarantine shit. Okay, okay. Uh, so I'm just going to basically ask you some questions so the audience can get to know you. As well as if you guys want to ask questions, you guys can submit them. And we're going to have like a little Q&A. So the first things first. Hey, hold on. Give me a second. Y'all can send this live out too. Send this live out to people so people can join. You feel what I'm saying? But... Right. So, first things first, uh, where are you from and what makes you start getting Wait, wait, can you ask that again? Where are you from and what made you start getting into music? Okay, I'm from Newark, New Jersey, um, South Florida, Newark, New Jersey. And what made me start getting into music, I always had a little musical background, mm-hmm. like growing up. I used to, I used to uh, spend that at my cousin's crib, and it was like heavy into the music stuff, like as far as like DJing and stuff like that. So from a young age, I was listening to like mad music as far as hip hop to throwback to, uh, you know, 90s hip hop type shit, R&B, right. uh, club music, reggae, you know, dance hall type shit, all types of, you know I me. Mean? And I guess like for me listening to all that music, I found the love in that. And when I got in the studio, it was like it was kind of easy for me to do my thing. You feel me? Okay, so um, when you, you said when you got into the studio, so at what point did you like start creating your own music? I would say around like sixteen, probably. I started writing probably 15, 15 years old, but I got in the studio like sixteen. Okay, and that's where I felt like I, you feel me? I could get in here and try to put my own song together because I was listening to like, I think Future and Thug was dropping around that time. They was dropping heat. Like I remember Future dropping like Dirty Sprite and shit like that. Wasn't it Pedro? Like Dirty Sprite and shit, yeah. It was the Dirty Sprites and shit. And it's like all that auto-tune, way of culture was changed and I was feeling that shit. And I was kind of, I ain't gonna lie, I was like, I could do that. I could do that, let me try it. And I tried it, you feel me? And of trying that, I found the love for just, you know, like the, the uh, 
like doing it and then like hitting the studio, rapping, writing. I just found the love for doing all of that. Because at first I was just trying to do, you know, what Fruit Temple was doing. You know, just okay. So, so basically, what you're saying is, after a while, is when you decided, like, you kind of developed your own style and your own sound. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, it looks like he froze. Okay, you back. You froze. Oh, not, 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 the, the, the low power mode came off. Okay. So, um, let's get into your song that you just released, uh, "Stepping So Hard." Talk to us about the inspiration behind that and how, you know, the process, how was it? Okay, so that song was written a little minute ago. Mm -hmm. like, uh, like, that song is, like, really old, you feel me? But uh, I would say the inspiration came from, you know, just, like, you know, the term. You know, everybody started talking about, the, you know, stepping so hard. I'm stepping, I'm stepping, da -da -da. I'm a heavy stepper, big stepper. Okay. So what's wrong with this awesome shit? Like, nigga, I'm a stepper too. You feel me? I'm stepping hard. You feel what I'm saying? So it's also some shit like, like you can hear my man's playing it right now. It's so hard. My damn feet hurting. But yeah, we just saw some shit like, you know, I'm doing my thing. Like, I came a long way with this rap shit. You feel what I'm saying? And it just saw some shit like, you know, a lot of motherfuckers really ain't stepping. A lot of motherfuckers, you put the pressure on them, they gonna fold. But you know, yeah, it just. It's just that was that was kind of the vibe, if I can remember, because that song was written a long time ago, probably like last year, if I'm not mistaken. Let me. Okay, we got some. I'm gonna get to the questions in the box. Um, so that one, someone just submitted something, but it wasn't a question. But if you guys do have questions, you can submit in the box. But definitely, okay, that was your, you know, your whole vote on stepping so hard. But do you have any like upcoming projects for 2020 that we can look out for? Projects, definitely. Uh, you know, it's just about lining it up, marketing, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. But as far as music, I want everybody to know that's in a lot of right now. It's it's stupid music in the cut. Like when I tell you it's so much, it's so much. But it's just about, you know. You don't just want to release things and just put things out because just for the sake of it. Yeah, it could it could go over people's heads. You feel what I'm saying? Like a lot of people got to really get the record with a nice visual so they can get the full complete message, the whole concept. You feel what I'm saying? You can't just put a record out and expect people to see the whole vision that you've seen. You feel what I'm saying? So it's all about you know like finding a way to give it to the people so they can understand it and feel it how I feel it. You feel what I'm saying? Or you know. Make it easier for them to, you know, take certain keys and, you know, read in between the actual visual and seeing the message. You feel what I'm saying? And that that takes time. You can't just rush that. You feel what I'm saying? If you if you ask any artist that's big in the game right now, they'd be like, "Yo, little bro, keeping it a hundred. Like that shit takes time. You can't just sit there and just put out, put out, put out. Right. Drop a video in front of a corner store and hope for the best. You feel me? You gotta really put some thought into it. Becoming a millionaire in the music game is not easy. How important, I mean, you just mentioned marketing, which I thought was super interesting because I feel like not every artist even thinks of that, especially yeah. upcoming. So how important would you say marketing to you and your brand? Oh, shit. That's like, that's like the number one thing. I would say that's like the number one thing, marketing and branding yourself. That's the, and that's one of the things that we all have right now. Like, you know, rebranding who profit is, what profit, you know, like. What, where the name profit came from, a lot of people want to know that. 
a lot of people want to know my background, history, and all that. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just about branding myself in a way where I actually start putting that out because that was a mistake of mine, really not getting in depth with my fans. You feel what I'm saying? Really right. who I am and what I do and the type of person I am. Like a lot of them look at me like they don't really know what's up. They just know I make good ass music. You feel what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I definitely feel that. Like, um, it's real important, though. So, speaking of, you mentioned your name. How did you come up with the name Profit? Talk a little bit about, you said you grew up in Newark. So, talk about that. Like, how has that changed your music? Right, so, the, so, the name Profit, that actually came from my cousins, the distant cousins <laughs> that I was telling you about. But, yeah, there was on some 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 type of time, and, like, um, like, you really be spitting where you rap. Like, you really say stuff, like... You don't just be talking about anything. You be having little messages and everything in your music and substance in there. But it's like, there was like, you, you kind of like a prophet because it's like you, you you telling a message for something or someone. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? And I, that's something I peep for me, searching the definition of prophet and shit. But when they were saying that, I didn't really get it. And so they was like, yo, you like a prophet for the streets. I didn't really get it. You feel what I'm saying? But they was like, nah, we're going to start calling you little prophet. Like, prophet, yo, like, like you, you, you with the street. You would, I guess, like if the streets could could, could talk to the people. Right. I message that 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 the streets would want to give out. Kinda, if y'all get it, you know what I'm saying. But that's where the name came from. And then I just like the name because I was on some shit like it's gonna spark hella controversy. Mm. You know what I'm saying like a lot of people gonna be like, how the fuck he calling himself prophet? You know what I'm saying? Then they gonna hear certain songs and be like. He calls himself prophet, but he talking about this. They're going to expect that. You feel what I'm saying? I'm probably like, you know, one of these rappers that just rap about guns, drugs, and violence, and then I'm going to show them different. You feel me? But, you know, the name kind of grew on me. And that was like, I just love the name. You feel me? Everybody called me prof, prophet, little prophet. So it's like, you feel me? Okay. Yeah, I think that's dope. I, I really think um, as an artist, your name is so important to a certain extent because you really want something that stands out. Definitely. So I think profit is... Okay. Uh, solid question. If you have to choose between auto prof and double auto prof, who would you choose? Yeah, that's a good-ass question. <laughs> that's a good-ass question. Um, Auto prof and no auto prof. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It, it's that's a hard ass question. That I will say that I, I would leave that up to like the fans to discuss and they could choose. Cause me, I fuck with both of them. I fuck with auto. I mean, no auto prof. Cause that's how I originally came in. Right. When I first started doing music, it was no auto tune. I wanted to be a straight ball lyricist rapper. Like you feel what I'm saying? But I peep like that ain't the game right now. Like you wanna. Mm -hmm. You know, be big in the game. You gotta know how to make a hit record. Like, who do you hear in the parties, nigga? When you walk into the parties and the clubs, who are those niggas? You feel what I'm saying? And like, if you could have that type, have that type of cadence, I felt like you feel what I'm saying that'd be better. So, like, auto prob that that's me like having fun and sticking to the business side of things. You feel what I'm saying? It's like at the end of the day, that music has to be made. Like, you can't come in just straight raw rap no more. Like. Mm. You can, but it's, it's a little harder. It's a little harder. Like, 
You feel what I'm saying? And the auto tune shit is kind of fun. It's fun. That shit wavy. Is is you can make hits doing that shit. I make hits without it, but you feel me? I don't. I, I can't really choose between the two. Like both the little niggas be snapping. No cap. <laughs> both the little niggas be snapping. All right. I feel like my light. Okay, I'm trying to. Can y'all see me good? Yeah, we can. See, I can see you. Okay. So next question, um, what is it like being in the studio with you and what is your creative process like? Okay, in the studio with me, I would say, I would say, um, is it like one thing you got to have, like you, you do, you got a lot of people. Oh shit, I don't, I don't need nothing but the beat and a good engineer. I don't need nothing else. I don't need nothing extra crazy. Like you feel me? I get in there. I, I, I could be by myself. I could be with people. Mm -hmm. It don't really matter, but I would say my my uh studio presence is something that people really fuck with. Like my energy while I'm in the lab, okay. super turned up. I always want to work. Like you feel me, beat after beat. Like mm -hmm. we can just keep going. Uh, I get shit done real quick. It don't take that long. You feel me? I write super fast, and I can go off the dome. Still mm. trying to get that like. I'm still trying to get that, that you know, down packed. But me and my brothers, we freestyle with each other every day. Shout out to my son, Pedro. But we freestyle with each other every day and shit like that, you know, to keep up the par or whatever. But, like, as far as that, you know, if anything, I want to start recording my in-studio processes and, and, and uh, you know, putting it on Instagram and shit like that. I just don't be wanting to leak too much songs before they come out. Right. I'm going to start, I'm going to start, um, definitely recording studio sessions and like uploading more content because it's like I know that's something that they appreciate their fuck with that. So it seems like one of your goals is really to give your fans more so of an insight on who you are as a person and as an artist. Definitely. Okay, we got some questions. Everybody fucking with that no auto no auto. What other Jersey artists would you work with? Mm, honestly, I work with a few. I work with um. Damn, it's crazy how no names coming to mind right now. Uh, Dato, uh, Big Moose, Free Big Moose, uh, Kazi. Shout out to Lil Karma. Uh, Benny Bates, Prince Hill, of course. Uh, it's plenty. It's plenty of more Blazer Rebel. It's plenty of more, like you know. Okay. It's, all about, it's just all about coming together, Kazi. If I ain't say him already, but you know, it's just it's a, it's a couple female artists. Uh, Still Yaz, uh, Pineapple City. Uh, it's a, it's a couple. It's, I work with everybody. I'm one of them. You know what I'm saying? It's all about, you know, just linking up, unifying, getting the shit done. Right. So you're open to doing yeah. that, you know. Definitely. We was in the studio. It was one time, yo. It was all of us in the studio. I don't know what happened to the record. Hot record and everything, but we all linked up. It was me, Kazi, Dato, Big Moose, Blazer Rebel, uh, the EOS dudes. It was... It was everybody. We was we was locked in for a little couple sessions. I'm not gonna lie, but I just don't know what happened. Everybody just stopped linking up. 
Sometimes it'll be like that. Um, if you could work with any artist, who would it be and why? Dead or alive? Dead or alive. Um, I mean, alive right now, I work with my son Post Malone. Love yeah. his sound. Love his sound. Fuck with him as a person. I don't really know him to say that, but, you know, just off me being a fan, mm -hmm. I fuck with him as a person. Uh and he got a super huge fan base that I know they're there for uh, Future Thug, uh, Roddy Rich. Mm, okay. Uh, you know, the, the, the hitters, you know, uh, Lil Baby, Polo G. But, you know, it's just, I just love music. So it's like, these are all, you know, people that make good music that I feel as though, you know, I'll link with these dudes and I'll be like, yo, y'all heard that new Prophet Polo G? <laughs> hey, snap, you feel me? So, word up. But, dad, shit. Um, there's not really no names coming to me dead, but you know, all the goats, of course, you know, niggas like Biggie, Tupac, I wish. Right. Um, you know, I don't know, uh, Lil Snoop, uh, speaking octaves. Mm, okay. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's just because, like, I, yeah, they make good music. If you make good music, I'm open to work with you. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, You know, I feel like oftentimes, especially in today's society, a lot of people, an artist can be really good, but if they don't have, like, a strong social media presence, I feel like that really holds them back. Mm -hmm. But it's really important that people still look at artists that may not have that strong social media presence because their music it can really be dope. Yeah, that's true. But that's, yeah, that's why, you know, marketing is, like, super huge. Because it's like, the game today is not, it's not all about talent anymore. You feel me? Yeah, like, I always say that. To... I mean, unfortunately, it's not, like... Yeah, you, 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 you have to really, like, be, be a marketing genius. Like, you gotta know how to brand yourself, put your videos out, you gotta know that shit is not easy. Shit is not easy. But you know, if if you got if you got a, a, a goal and that's your goal and you know that's something that you say you do, you're gonna put the effort in and you're gonna you're gonna get it done. You're gonna try your hardest and people gonna see that effort anything, you feel me? But it's like you just gotta you gotta come hard with the social media presence now and being an artist. Can't take that shit lightly. What is your um, outlook on social media personally for you? Is it something that you love to engage with? You really hate it because you're an I artist. I mean, if it, if it wasn't enough for me being an artist and like having uh, supporters and shit like that, I probably wouldn't do the social media stuff. I don't mm -hmm. think I would. Probably like Twitter. I fuck with Twitter. <laughs> I kind of fuck with Twitter, but uh, like I feel Instagram like on stuff, Twitter, it's, it's so different. Yeah. Like, if yeah, you I'm know, those, like, if you know, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I fuck with Twitter, but it's like, like, Instagram and, like, snap all the, like, stuff with the pictures and videos. I probably want <laughs> to do all that. Or, nah, but I, feel like I, I, feel, I feel like, I feel like social media kind of fucked a lot of things up. Mm. Really. But that's another conversation, a whole other topic. Really. <laughs> But that, uh, yeah, a lot of people probably know what I mean when I say that, too, so. Um, someone said a lot of artists don't fuck with social media. Hmm. Because I feel like 
a lot of artists don't fuck with social media because I feel like originally when they started their craft, they probably wasn't really into it to begin with. I mean, I could, I could, I could, I could say why I don't fuck with social media. I, I, I really don't fuck with social media because at the end of the day, it gives. Uh, but it gives people that's you know not really doing nothing with themselves or don't really got anything going on to get behind a fake page it gives them an opportunity like that to get behind a fake page and come release whatever negative energy they got you feel what i'm saying just come release it like you feel me they don't be having nothing good to say. They ain't gonna keep it to themselves. They gonna they gonna say that shit on social media. In real life, they won't say that shit. You feel what I'm saying? But that's like one of the main reasons I don't like social media. Yeah, I feel like I mean, yeah, I do get that. I mean, I feel like I see the good and I see the bad though, to be yeah, honest. There's definitely good in it too. Yeah, there's definitely some good in it. Um I see the good in it for you know, my low wave. <laughs> What has to be uh, your favorite song you've covered or created? Favorite song I've covered or created? Uh, one of my favorite songs right now, mm -hmm. honestly. I got so much unreleased shit that's my favorite, but I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a say uh, A Regular is one of my favorites. That's a, that's a huge track, and I felt like I, I snapped on that. Every time I uh, play that song and listen to it, I smile on something about how far I came as far as my sound and, like, you know, my fan base and, like, where my name was at. Like, mm -hmm. like mind you, a lot of people might look at me and be like, you know, he's still underground and little. And, yeah, I am. But it's like, if you would have told me two years ago that I'd be doing some of the shit that I was doing now, I wouldn't believe it. Like, I'm talking like being on Funk Flex, the uh, stage of Funk Flex, and, you know, my video being past half a million views, let alone about to be at 800,000, fucking right. having this much amount of followers going viral on Say Cheese, all this type of shit, being on Wildstar. If you would have told me this shit would have been happening, like, two years ago, like, on some, yo, keep going, two years, you're going to be doing this and that, I wouldn't believe it. Like, nah, bro, I'm whatever I see. Like, you feel me? But that's like, that's like, that's like one of my favorite, favorite records right now. A regular. Then you got, you know, Run Up On Me, Free Act, Free My Son Kodak. But word, a regular. If you ain't hear that song, go listen to that song. I was really talking. Like, I was talking. I'm back on my bully. Can't go back to being a regular nigga. There's no way. You feel what I'm saying? I've really been shitting on niggas. Running my bag up. They sleeping on me, but it's okay. You feel me? And it's like, you know, like I said. I feel like, I actually feel like I remember when I saw that video, I feel like that was my first introduction to you. Okay. And that was a, that was a while back. Because I'd be like, so you, I You've been too thin. Yeah, I mean, because as, like, entertainment journalist, um, I really do look for underground artists on a regular. So, and I kind of make, like, mental notes of, like, the people that I like. So I'll do that, and then if the opportunity arises for us to collab, then I'll do it. But, like, I'll really dig myself into a hole on Instagram and YouTube, like, just looking at free, all that stuff. Like, I'm really into that. So, 
yeah, I've been tuned in for a little bit, you know, you know. Okay, I respect that. I appreciate that video <laughs> for real. Yeah, worries. Um, so what would you say would be your favorite thing about your career as an artist? Uh, my favorite thing about my career as an artist, I would say, is my vision. Mm -hmm. Like, um, it's really like I really got a crazy vision for it. You know what I'm saying, like, I see it happening. I feel like nothing or nobody is gonna stop it from happening. You feel me? And I, I feel like you know, the harder I go, the closer I'm to get. I'm real close now. I mean, I could have been, you know, did a lot of things as far as, like, some record deals and shit like that. I'm just being smart with my career. But... Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I, I, I really love that. And I just want to say, like, for any underground artists that might be watching this live or anybody that might represent an underground artists, I feel like when it comes to signing, you really just have to be careful and really know what you're getting yourself in. Definitely. And don't rush the process. Because they'll throw you that quick bag on some, we're going to tell him, we're going to give him this. But we know he's going to really make this. Feel me? And you're going to look at that little bag because you coming from the slums. You ain't never had that. You're going to look at that little bag like, shit, I need that. You feel me? So it's all about, you know, just understanding like, man, look, he offering this. You know I can make this. Mm -hmm. Let me just be patient. You know what I'm saying? Wait it out. Keep busting major moves. Bro. Keep dropping hot content. And see what happens. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I think that's important. Because um, a lot of people, they get done dirty. Dirty. Really, I'll be trying. I, I know. <laughs> so, oh, some, this is my best friend. Shout out to Destiny. She in a lot. But she said... Shout out to Destiny. Uh, she said, you could tell he really studying his craft. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think also you're pretty well-rounded. Because um, I feel like as an artist, there's so many different aspects to it that you have to have. you you got to have that business side, as we just mentioned, so mm -hmm. that you don't get run over. So I think that's good. But now I want to go into this little segment. It's called Quarantine Q&A. Because we are in quarantine. So I'm going to be asking you a couple of questions in regards to that. So okay. my first question is, what has quarantine been like for you? Are you still creating or are you taking time to really just... Um, it been it been a lot of, you know, time with my family. Of course, I've been creating. I don't think it's ever going to be a time where I'm not creating. Even when I'm stressed out, the worst, the worst happens, I'll be creating. But... Um, it just been a lot of time with my family, a lot of time, you know, to think, self-reflect, you know. Uh, I did a lot of, you know, looking back into, you know, shit that I've done in the past as far as, like, you know, music and, and, and business shit, as far as, like, you know, records that I've released and uh, business moves that I've made with certain people, and, you know, getting back with certain people. So I would say networking, a lot of networking. Okay. But... Yeah, just I, I've been chilling. I've been just trying to recruit, you know, and just get ready to to just start releasing and doing little, you know, little drops here and there. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like I could have dropped a lot of shit during the quarantine, but it's a reason why, you know, mm -hmm. anything happened for a reason. So, but now, now I'm, I'm feeling like you know something need to come out, some hard shit need to come out. I'm shooting a video <laughs> stepping so hard, fucking uh. 
Thursday, next Thursday. But okay. Hey, hey, hold on, let me sit right there. Appreciate. It. But yeah, I'm shooting a uh, I'm shooting a video stepping so hard on Thursday, and um, yeah, I feel like you know, this quarantine shit kind of, kind of, kind of held me back a little bit. But you know, like I said, ain't nothing gonna stop nothing. I got held back. Now we finna recruit, get some videos done. Getting a little project together, you know, shit like that. Okay, we got a couple of questions, but I want to get into those. Someone just said xx dot Danny. Um, said when is the album coming? Hmm. <laughs> you know, you can't ask a rapper that. He going for cash date. He going straight next week, and then you know, next month is still not here. So. I don't really know yet. I say just look out for the release date. I'm gonna drop a release date probably this week for sure, for sure. Okay. And uh, just look out for the release date. is It's gonna come soon though, and it's gonna be some fire. You feel what I'm saying? Just, just tune in. Make sure you tune in and bump it. It's gonna be some fire. All right. So let me go to the question box now. Someone said, "Which part of Haiti you represent?" Talk about that too. About your background. And being Haitian. All right, so the Haitian thing with me is like both of my parents, mm-hmm. 100%, 100% fully in their blood. They speak Creole in the house and all that, but it's like I've never been to Haiti. You feel what I'm saying? Or some been in the country. I got family out there, crazy family out there. I send money out there when I can. I send clothes out there, you know, my old clothes, of course. But, you know, take care of what I got to take care of. But it's like I really don't know much about what part we from, whatever the case may be. I know my grandmother had a had a crib in Porto Prince. That's supposed to be like the rich part of Haiti. Mm-hmm. So I don't know like I don't know like the backstory behind it, but my grandmother had a little crib out there. And you feel what I'm saying? So I know if anything, it's probably some family out there, I guess. But I never been out there. I wanna go out there. I'm gonna go out there. And um yeah, so you know, I just I just rep you know Haiti strong because I just love my culture. I grew right. up in a Haitian household, Haitian parents. My distant cousins was Haitian. <laughs> Everything was Haitian. You feel what I'm saying? Like I was I was that young nigga in middle school getting the ball fades. You feel what I'm saying? All that type of <laughs> shit. Like I ain't had a flyers gear. I was. Oh, you feel what I'm saying? Like until like I start getting off the porch, like, coming outside myself type shit and mm-hmm. really getting around certain people start learning swag and all that type <laughs> shit. Like, bro, I, was, I was really a young Haitian little boy. Like, good little, good Haitian little boy for real until I came to the hood type shit. Like, I was a good little Haitian child. I'm not going to lie. All right. <laughs> um, Next question. When you gonna blow up? What you gonna do with your first million? Oh man, my my, <laughs> that's my that's my nigga that just asked that too, yo. Uh, first million. He just shot the that's the uh guy that shot uh off the porch video. Video is so good. <laughs> but uh, my first million. What I'm gonna do? With my first million. Like, I'm talking, if it's my first million, like, my first $1 million, like, I get it in my possession, you have a million dollars now. I would say, uh, 
first thing I'm gonna do is give my mother some money. Of course, like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give my mother some money, and I'm gonna probably tell her, you know, start looking for a little, a little crib out the way, and the rest of the money. I'm not the type to go splurge and get jewelry and stuff. I'm a Jew, so it's like I'm, really, I'm really gonna be on some. What can I do with this money that's gonna be smart? You feel what I'm saying? Like, what can I invest in? I might just start shooting stupid videos out of nowhere, but like heavily investing into them to where as though they do stupid numbers. You feel me? And uh, I'll probably get a nice little car, and the rest of that shit, I'll just tuck it, just tuck it, and just continue to make money. If I done made a million, I know I can make a couple more. I wouldn't go spend all that shit though. I wouldn't go splurge yet. I wouldn't go splurge yet. Okay, yeah, we think that's smart. Um, you know, rich people have money because they know how to keep it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta know how to make that money, make money. Right. So back to these quarantine questions. Um, what is your favorite quarantine snack? Have you been eating a lot during quarantine? Like what? What? Yeah, what I've, been, I've been. I've been. I've been eating a lot. Of my favorite quarantine snack. Shit, man, y'all gonna y'all gonna be like, what the hell? But I've been eating a lot of honey roasted peanuts. Okay, what I'm saying. This shit's be rocking. <laughs> I'll be high as hell, nibbling on those shits. But uh, yeah, I would say honey roasted peanuts. My little snack right there. Okay, have you been watching or reading anything during the quarantine? Haven't been reading. Need to be reading. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Hulu and Netflix, you know, Family Guy, Everybody Hates Chris, Bernie Mac show, R.P. Bernie Mac. But yeah, that's, that's about it. Okay, let me see. We got more questions. I want to make sure I get to those. Is that shit? Someone said, do you plan on having a concert in Haiti? Of course. Of course, I want to go down there and do a whole little tour through Haiti if I can. You feel what I'm saying? A whole tour through Haiti. You feel what I'm saying? Get back to the kids out there. Get back to the communities, you know. I want to actually build a house out there, live out there, you know, when I get older and everything. But uh, definitely, um, definitely doing some concerts out there in Haiti. Hell yeah. I'm trying to be out there with my, my socks and shoes off on stage, no shirt on. <laughs> eating a bowl of eating a bowl of G squat, you feel what I'm saying? Like going crazy though, like I ain't gonna hold you. Um J dot underscore fifteen said high school experience. What was your high school experience like? High school experience, it was dope. I went through uh went through went through some shit. You feel what I'm saying? I lost my best friend in high school and everything, but uh it was cool, you feel what I'm saying? I was I was always the cool kid. I was, you feel what I'm saying? I was out the way. Like motherfuckers fucked with me. Like I was I was funny as hell. I ain't gonna lie, I was bad as hell in school. I used to always What high school did you go Weekway. Weekway high school. Okay. But I was bad as hell. I used to be getting kicked out of class and everything, suspended all the time, all types of shit, but like motherfuckers fucked with me because I was cool. Like I was, I ain't bothering nobody, nobody bothered me. It's cool, but then you know, we used to be in the classroom. They used to be making beats on the desk. That's where the rapping shit came in. <laughs> Niggas used to be making beats on the desk and shit. 
And it's like I come in there, start uh, spitting freestyling. My boy Trip Mula used to be in there with me. Shout out to Trip Mula. But he used to be in the classroom with me. We used to be going back and forth. Feel me? And motherfuckers used to be like, yo, you need to take this shit serious. I remember was a substitute teacher. He told me, like, yo, you gotta take this shit serious. <laughs> All right, okay. It was it was a gym it was a gym class, uh fit uh phys ed a phys ed teacher told me he was like, Yo, you need to take you need to take this uh music stuff seriously. He was like you you really got some rhythm, you got some flow. I'm like, I <laughs> I'm, like I'm like, I got you, you And then my son Trip got me in the studio and it was up from there. Um, someone asked, what's a dream collab with any rapper or producer? Where you already talked about rappers you would um definitely collab with. So as far as producer goes, is there anyone? Producer, Scott Storch. Okay. I would love to work with Scott Storch. But uh yeah, you know, you know, artists, Post Malone, Travis Scott, you know, Young Thug, Drake, you know. All right, that sounds good. Um, I'm looking through the questions. We don't have any more right now. So what would you say would be one of your biggest challenges as an artist? Biggest challenge as an artist, you know, one thing I got to stop doing is I procrastinate a little too much. And that's the thing that I'm battling with myself, you feel what I'm saying? Cause sometimes I be thinking maybe I'm just too hard on myself, but mm-hmm. it's like I be feeling like I need to be writing every hour of the day. I be feeling like I need to be in the studio every day, if not every other day. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like when I'm not doing that, I feel like I'm I'm not gonna make it. Like I'm never gonna make mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so it's just the procrastination thing. That's probably like the only thing that I'm battling right. Now. Um, I feel that I I do think there is a balance though. So yeah, like balance. you gotta find that medium where it's not like you don't feel like you're not doing anything, but at the same time you you know that it's okay to take a break. Mm-hmm. Let's see, we got okay. Some of them we kind of talked about. I'm gonna go through them. Someone said, "Were you born in Haiti? Do you speak Creole fluently?" Okay, my Creole is not fluent, but my Creole is good enough to where I speak it in the crib. You feel what I'm saying? Me and my grandmother, and my grandmother's Haitian, Haitian, not a lick of English in her. You feel me? And me and her communicate well. You feel what I'm saying? So my Haitian is that good. But it's like, if you sometimes my grandmother be talking to me and I just be looking at her like, I look at my mother like, Ma, what's she say? Because it's like, there's certain things, you feel what I'm saying? She She be real swift with it. Like, it comes smooth off the tongue. So I don't be understanding it really, like, but uh, I wasn't born in Haiti. I was born in North. And, um, word, yeah, my, my Creole is all right. It's, it's going to get there, though. I'm going to be a, I, I want to be a real Haitian father. I don't want to be a father <laughs> that can't really speak Creole. <laughs> nah, I want to be a real Haitian father. Okay, okay. I feel that. So now we're about to wrap it up. Um, so if you could leave the listeners and viewers to remember one thing about you, what would it be? Uh, damn, that's a good one too. This uh, question uh, always gets everybody. I really don't know why. <laughs> that's a good one. It's like you, you leaving them with that last, like, uh. <laughs> uh, you know, I would just say, 
I would just say just to just to just to when it come to me, don't judge a book by its cover. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like just just don't judge the book by its cover. Like don't look at my Instagram or none of that thinking that you even know a little bit about me. Like mm -hmm. you feel what I'm saying? Just don't. Like, but that'd probably be it. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much for chatting Appreciate with me. This was so Thank much you. fun. Thank you Thank guys you. for tuning in. I'm going to save this live for people that missed it. And also, it will be uploaded to Black Talk Radio's SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that. So just to check okay. it out. Okay, I appreciate y'all, man. Profit the artists, man. Y'all already know, tune in. Big things coming for the rest of this year and throughout eternity until I'm six feet. You feel what I'm saying? Salute. All right, later, guys. All right.